Hello, hello. Welcome to Be Made Whole. I am your host, Hepzibah Baki, and I am so excited to have you here. My prayer is that God makes you whole, that you wholly pursue Him and His will for your life. In this space, we will read scriptures, meditate on them, and soak up the revelations we find in prayer. May the truth set us free, and may we be made whole. I pray you have had an amazing week. But even if you did not, I pray you allow God to speak into every area, every area of loss, grief, tiredness, disappointment, but even every area of joy, hope, accomplishment, and fulfillment. Sometimes our perspectives change radically just by being grateful. I encourage you to think about what makes you grateful this week. The reality is that the good things in our lives often outweigh the bad. We now hold things we used to pray for. No matter how long we have had them for, we should never take them for granted. Do not allow loss to dictate how grateful you are for something you currently have. List your blessings each day. I encourage you to name your blessings first thing in the morning. The experience of your day is so much better when you do that. Being grateful clears my mind and opens up possibilities I didn't see before. It inspires me to organize my life and to order it according to God's plans and purposes. And today's episode is about that. Today's episode is about cleansing according to God's plans and purposes. Today, we will read from the book of Leviticus. We will be reading chapter 14, verses 33 to 53. Let us read the word of the Lord. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When you come into the land of Canaan, which I give you for a possession, and I put a case of leprous disease in a house in the land of your possession, then he who owns the house shall come and tell the priest, There seems to me to be some case of disease in my house. Then the priest shall command that they empty the house before the priest goes to examine the disease, lest all that is in the house be declared unclean. And afterward, the priest shall go in to see the house, and he shall examine the disease. And if the disease is in the walls of the house with greenish or reddish spots, and if it appears to be deeper than the surface, 
Then the priest shall go out of the house to the door of the house and shut up the house seven days. And the priest shall come again on the seventh day and look. If the disease has spread in the walls of the house, then the priest shall command that they take out the stones in which is the disease and throw them into an unclean place outside the city. And he shall have the inside of the house scraped all around, and the plaster that they scrape off they shall pour out in an unclean place outside the city. Then they shall take other stones and put them in the place of those stones, and he shall take other plaster and plaster the house. If the disease breaks out again in the house, after he has taken out the stones and scraped the house and plastered it, then the priest shall go and look. And if the disease had spread in the house, it is a persistent leprous disease in the house. It is unclean. And he shall break down the house, its stones and temper and all the plaster of the house. And he shall carry them out to the city to an unclean place. Moreover, whoever enters the house while it is shut up shall be unclean until the evening. And whoever sleeps in the house shall wash his clothes. And whoever eats in the house shall wash his clothes. But if the priest comes and looks, and if the disease has not spread in the house after the house was plastered, then the priest shall pronounce the house clean, for the disease is healed. And for the cleansing of the house, he shall take two small birds with cedarwood and scarlet yarn and hyssop, and shall kill one of the birds in an earthenware vessel over fresh water and shall take the cedar wood and hyssop and the scarlet yarn along with the live bird and dip them in the blood of the bird that was killed and in the fresh water and sprinkle the house seven times. Thus he shall cleanse the house with the blood of the bird and with the fresh water and with the live bird and with the cedar wood and hyssop and scarlet yarn. And he shall let the live bird go out of the city into the open country, and he shall make atonement for the house, and it shall be clean. This specific passage of scripture takes place in the extensive laws the Israelites were given after the Ten Commandments. The Lord gave them a total of 613 laws. The laws were very specific and they were given for the peace and the preservation of the people of Israel. This specific law was very interesting because it dealt with disease, it dealt with protocol and with cleansing. It is also interesting because these instructions were to be followed after they were to enter the land of Canaan. It is God's will for them to prosper even after they receive what he has promised them. So he gives them instructions to get rid of a bacteria. And if this is the first time you have read in the Bible about God giving instructions to get rid of a bacteria, this is just one of the many exciting things we can find in the word of God. 
The bacteria the text indicates is the bacteria that causes leprosy. Its name is Mycobacterium leprae. Scientifically, there are correlations between Mycobacterium and visible mold. You have probably seen bacteria growing in a house or in a food past its expiration date or exposed to temperatures that did not encourage preservation. But regardless of that, scripture tells us they are to call a priest if they notice the disease or bacteria in the house. The priest commands that they empty the house and then he examines it. He examines whether the disease is on the surface or if it's deeper. The word of God tells us that if the disease is deeper, the priest shuts the house for seven days. And I want to note that mycobacterium can survive for up to seven days with some exposure to sunlight. So it makes sense why God told the priest to shut the house for seven days. Now, if the disease spreads in the seven days, the stones where the disease is are torn from the house and thrown out of the city. But even if the disease spreads, even after the stones are thrown out, the house is now destroyed and everyone who has been in the house or eaten in the house must wash themselves. However, if the disease has not spread, the priest needs to still go and cleanse it. The priest takes two birds. One of them is sacrificed and the other is set free. This signifies the sacrifice of Jesus and our freedom as a result of it. Then it says the priest takes cedar wood, which is a natural antibacterial, and hyssop, which is a natural antioxidant, and scarlet yarn, which could be used as a rag for cleansing. Then the priest sprinkles the house seven times. He sprinkles it with the blood of the bird's sacrifice, and he sprinkles it with fresh water. In this way, the priest declares the house clean. Now those times were different than the times we are now living in. We have been saved by the sacrifice of Christ, so we no longer have to perform any sacrifices. Jesus was sacrificed for us, and that makes him our high priest and intercessor. He stands in the gap for our saving, our healing, and our prospering in every way. But he also calls us priests in him. He is our high priest, but we are called the priesthood. We stand in the gap for others, and we are also priests in our own homes. It is such a gift to see our God who is our healer, give instructions for cleansing long before the scientific community knew anything about bacteria or the natural properties of cedarwood and hyssop. Our God gave instructions to the people of Israel then, 
and he is giving instructions to all of us now. We may not be dealing with mold and mildew in our houses, but we may be dealing with other diseases. Those diseases can really be cycles of dysfunction, thought patterns, or destructive habits. Those are diseases too, and they can creep in in any part of our houses and lives. They need to be cleansed. They need to be healed. And our first response must be to call on the high priest. His name is Jesus. And Jesus gives us instructions. He tells us to examine the disease. What is the location of this cycle of dysfunction or thought pattern or destructive habit? Where do fights, worry, or misunderstandings happen in our houses? God is telling us to examine the root causes of these things in our houses. He wants us to know whether it's on the surface or deeper. If it is on the surface, he will tell us how to cleanse and organize our house. But if it is deeper, we may need to fast for a few days. Sometimes we need to remain quiet and bring our issues to the Lord before we even do anything or say anything. The number seven is very significant because God made the earth and the heavens in six days and rested on the seventh. It was also seven times the people of Israel marched around Jericho. You may or may not fast and pray for seven days, but follow the instructions of the high priest. And during those days, do everything God instructs you to do. You may need to tear down some things in your life, so tear them down. Make sure you replace them with whatever God indicates. Plead the blood of Jesus over your home. Wash it with the word. Do all he says because he wants to prosper you in every way. Extinguish anger from your home. Worry, blaming, accusations, fear. Cleanse your home from sin and striving. Ask God to give you instructions to make your home a home of peace, rest, and joy, and healing. And perhaps you do need some natural cleaning and organization, but I want you to know that no matter what the issue is and how it got there, God wants to speak to you about it. He cares about every single area of your life and he is on a mission to declare it clean and healed. God has promised you Canaan. He has promised you a land flowing with milk and honey. But even after you possess it, he will give you instructions. He will tell you what you need to do in order to ensure the preservation of your life and the lives of those in your lineage. He tells us to wash ourselves and to get cleansed. What have we been entertaining in our minds and hearts? Let's fast, 
pray, take communion, and be healed. God is holy, and we, his people, are called to be holy also. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you because you are the same God yesterday, today, and forever. You are the same God that gave instructions to Moses and to the people of Israel. And you are the same God who is giving instructions to all of us today. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that we may identify the things that are not okay in our houses, the things that are not okay in our home, the things that are spreading like diseases, the things that have the ability to even infect us and to infect our family members. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus that the first thing that we do is to call on the high priest. May we call on your name, Jesus. May we ask you to come and give us instructions as to what we are to do. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that we would rise up as priests and kings over our houses and we would examine God, that we would examine our hearts, that we would examine our minds, that we would examine the conditions, the patterns the habits, God, that are happening in our house and that we would put them against the word of God, against the light of the word of God. Your word is a light. So we ask, oh God, to shine a light into every area of our homes, every area of our houses, God. Shine a light so that we can see what is wrong. Father, show us, show us whether things are on the surface or whether they're deeper. Show us what we need to tear down. Show us what we need to take out of our house. Show us what we need to place in our houses instead, oh God. Show us what we need to do. God, you care about every single area of our lives. You care not about, about just about us individually, God, but you care about our families. You care about our lineage. You care about the order and organization of our houses. You care about healing us. You care about restoring us. You care about freeing us, God. So we plead the blood of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over every household right now in Jesus' name. We plead your blood and we declare a cleansing. We declare a healing, oh God. We call out right now. We take out of every home anything that is not according to your word, that is not according to your character. We take out worry. We take out fear. We take out, God, blaming accusations. We take out anger. We take out, oh God, just bad moods and bad cycles of destructions. We take out bad habits. We take out sins. We remove them from our houses. We remove them from our lives. We remove them from our minds. We remove them from our hearts. We remove them from our bodies. We remove these things right now in Jesus' name and we stop the cycle. We stop the spread. We stop right now the disease from infecting any member of our household. Oh God, right now in Jesus' name, 
We ask for you to cleanse. We ask for you to heal. And we ask for you to give us instructions, God, how we are to keep our house, how we are to maintain our house, even our own souls, even our own spirits. Oh God, show us what we need to remove. Show us what we need to take out. Show us how we need to be made holy in you. Oh God, show us what holiness is. Show us what holiness means. Show us how holiness heals us, God. Heals our minds, heals our hearts heals our bodies, heals our spirits. Oh God, show us how to do it. Show us how to function. Show us how to talk to our family members. Show us how to feel about our family members. Oh God, turn hearts around, turn minds around, turn bodies around. Oh God, we ask, oh God, that you bind and rebuke any evil spirit, any evil manner of our houses right now in Jesus name. We call them out of every house. We call them out of every house. You need to go in the name of Jesus. Any evil presence, any attack from the enemy, you need to go in the name of Jesus. We call it out. We command it out in Jesus' name. If it is you that's causing the confusion and the strife, you need to go in the name of Jesus. And we ask, oh God, that you fill our homes with your presence, that you fill our homes with your character, that you fill our homes with you holy spirit saturate every home holy spirit come live in every home come live in every home come live in every home may we see an overflow of love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control in every home an overflow an overflow an overflow of who you are an overflow of your character an overflow of the fruit of the spirit may worship spread out in every home may reading the reading of the word and the practice of the word spread out in every home in every lineage right now in jesus name we ask for you to establish your presence that it will be like the ark of the covenant established in every home in every home in every home thank you for your faithfulness thank you for your presses Thank you for your healing. Thank you for your cleansing. Thank you for your instructions. Thank you that you're a God that does not leave us without instructions. We love your instructions. And I pray, oh God, that you will speak to every person right now and you will give them instructions to order and to cleanse their homes. And we pray all of these things to the glory of the Father in the name of your Son, Jesus, and by the power of Holy Spirit. Amen, amen, amen. This has been Be Made Whole by Hepzibah Baki. I pray that this is blessing you. And if it is, you need to go ahead and follow our page on Instagram and on Facebook. The name of the page is Holy and Whole. On Instagram, it is W-H-O-L-L-Y-A-N-D-W-H-O-L-E. Follow Holy and Whole for inspirational quotes, scriptures, inspirational messages, and amazing things that you are going to benefit from in your healing and wholeness journey. I'm excited to be in here with you, and I pray that you continue to be blessed. See you next week.